If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this, all of My Mochi's fabulous flavors like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings or the midnight munchies. Yeah, you know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. People of Earth, the following podcast is not entertaining. Whoa, not real. Not real is what I meant to say. Hey, subconscious, keep it down back there. Now, audience, I've been sneaking out of this empty except for Trisha government facility and wandering around wintertime Chicago. And let me just say, if you're going to form the silhouette of an angel in the snow, maybe don't freak out when I update it to reflect what angels actually look like. Because if you're not going to include the antlers and the six-foot proboscis with a hand at the end, then, uh, that's not an angel. This message is especially for the kids, and I know how much of our audience is five and under. That sweet demographic that hasn't quite gotten the hang of story structure. But enough interesting content, let's get to what you've been waiting for. Or rather, what you've come to realize you can't put off any longer. Sit back and enjoy the show. Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast, this is everything you need to know. About five years and 11 months ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King through the dimensional rift, and I use that to upload a podcast chronicling our quest to stop the Dark Lord from capturing me, who, let's just be clear, I might be the most important person in Foon right now, um, to stop the Dark Lord from capturing me uh, and getting the magic thing that's in my head. 
But enough about me. I am joined, as always, by my bodyguard. He won't leave my side. Usador the Wizard. I am Usador, Wizard of the Twelfth Realm of Ephesius, Master of Light and Shadow, Manipulator of Magical Delights, Devourer of Chaos, Champion of the Great Halls of Tarakas. The elves know me as Fianyalik. The dwarves know me as Zonin and Hookstenges. And I am known in the Northeast as Gasmuenius Maystar. And there may be other secret names. Names that if I did air utter them aloud, most assuredly their power would destroy everything in their path. Yes, a direct beam of sound formed from those words would emanate from my very lips, leaving a perfect circle through every tree I was looking at. Arnie, I found the perfect disguise for you. Uh oh. Okay. I've been wanting to protect you, and you've been uh, somewhat resistant to my ideas of uh, living inside my skin and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was thinking, what about a disguise? I mean, I'm into it. Yeah? Ooh, what if I went back to pretending like I'm an airline pilot? I liked that. I liked wearing the uniform. There are no bad ideas. There are no bad ideas except for that one. Hmm. Because that would make you even more obviously not from this world. Mm-hmm. So I found this giant... But what if I had a cool name like Chip Sky No, guy. no. They draw more attention to you. Even okay. more attention than mm-hmm. if not. So I found this giant burlap sack. And I have writ on the front of it, Potatoes. First of all, that is the biggest burlap sack I have ever seen. Oh, thank you. Like, why would people think that a walking bag of potatoes isn't weird? Because they're with a wizard. They would assume, oh, that wizard has conjured feet onto that sack of potatoes. Oh, that's right. And you know what? I can't believe I haven't mentioned this. For weeks, you have had a bag of potatoes following you around. Why the fuck would I carry my own potatoes around? That's true. I just put some feet on it. You love carbs. And then whenever I'm hungry, I just reach in there like I am right now. Ugh. Take a big crunchy bite. Yeah. Uh, well, I- I'm joined also uh, by my other co-host, uh, Shunt the Talking Badger. No, no, it's just it's just Chunt. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh. No. Sigh. Arnie, that was a heavy sigh. I know, and he said the word. That's a kind of like, please ask me about how sad I am kind of. Lay sigh. Sorry, I was laying down while sighing. Lay sigh. Maybe two sacks of potatoes would be conspicuous. So, Chunt, buddy, how you doing? Well, I I guess I'm not doing so hot. I'm, uh, you know what, I'm I'm just, the last few days I'm really missing Eggy Baby. And um, it's just nice to have a little companion and like, you know, for a little while this sack of potatoes was fun. You know, I wrote, I wrote a whole fanfic. I wrote a whole banging spuds where... Usador fucks the mm-hmm. bag of potatoes, and it's all—it's very—it's real fun. But uh, I guess, yeah, I guess that warts warts welcome out. And now I'm sad again. I'm sorry, bud. Hey, Blusador. Yes. Would you would you do your old pal, Hey Boy, a little favor? Absolutely. Anything you want, you must needs ask for it. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, You know the other day when I tripped over that uh, piece of wood in the ground? Well, it turns out that what it was um, was uh, six little graves, each grave for a different part of a cat. So I have four cat legs, Hmm. a cat body, and a cat head. And I was Mm -hmm. wondering if you could reanimate the cat for me so I could have a pet, please? Hmm. Well, uh... Please, 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 please. does seem to brush up against the dark arts of necromancy, but, uh... And I hate to interrupt this negotiation. Uh, Yes? Um, Why was the cat buried in six separate graves that just happened to all be right next to each other? 
Hey, Chip, don't worry about it, okay? Don't you have a plane to tend to or something? That is true. We're going to be taking off in about 15 minutes, so everybody go ahead and uh, get uh, seated. When the uh, the fastened seat... I, I haven't been on a plane in a long time. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Yes, I'd say it's been at least five years, right? It's been five years and 11 months. Oh, my goodness. We're or coming so. up on six years? I know. That can't be right. So let me just put the head right here and the leg. Okay. Great. And um, I think I want to name it Seance. Ooh, and when you reanimate it, can you make it to where the parts don't reconnect? It, they all just kind of float together? Oh, you don't want it connected. No, unconnected. Kind of floaty, ghostly still. Uh-huh. Oh, this is going to be so fun. Seance the unconnected floaty cat. That's all I want. Simple enough. Rough. Draw rock, a cough, a tough, a little hiss until a cachala. There you go. Seance? Wow, you did it. I mean, it is wagging its head and speaking out of its tail, but close enough. Yes, but look at those look at those mystical purple flames that just seem to surround it at all times. Isn't that a wonderful little uh, flourish? I love it. You yeah. sort of thank you so much, buddy. Oh, Seance, you're my new best friend. Well, Arnie, sorry, you're you're oh, my new But there are a few rules. Oh. You cannot get it wet. But that's my whole thing, get wet. You cannot feed it after midnight. But that's my other whole thing, snacky time. After midnight, based on what? Based on well, where? Everything's after midnight. Oh, are you going to sing that song you always sing? What's it Everything's called? Everything's after, after midnight. <laughs> the undead are strangely bound to time zones. When does that flip back over? Like, when is this undead cat allowed to start eating again? Well, if you're moving in an easterly direction, uh, you know, you're going to get uh, later and later going an hour ahead. You know, uh, gonna get it, a lot of headwinds going in an easterly direction. And then you have to factor <laughs> That's all right in daylight savings time. Might be some time. turbulence. I'm so tired of all these fucking cat rules. You have to factor in daylight savings time. You have to factor in daylight 401k time. Uh, you have to factor in daylight savings bond time. Hmm. Looking at the menu here, they do not offer slumber cups. Hmm. What is this? What is this tavern, by the way, that we're at this week? Oh, this is the Giggling Tick. The Giggling Tick? Mm-hmm. Are, are there any taverns in all of Foon that have inviting names? Uh, let's see. There's the Ambidextrous Rhino. There's mm-hmm. the Murderous Swan. There's the Gaping Hole. Spank Bank. Oh, no. <laughs> no. That's where I keep my daylight what is savings. That, but wait, why, what does that mean, though? Well, they've themed it like a place where you would save your money in a, in a giant metal vault. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you uh, try to take your money out before you've saved it, they'll give you a little spanking. Huh, that's an odd theme. Yeah, but it's kind of fun. Ernie, you'd be surprised. I, gen- gentlemen, I don't want to um, alarm you. Uh, but mm-hmm. There seems to be a very large, terrifying... Potato evil, Evil looking. I hate to, I hate to say that. But evil looking. Yeah. I mean, you don't judge a tome by its first page. Look, right. you're not you're saying right. evil. You're just saying evil looking. Yes, exactly. Uh, uh, over there, that you see that, that terrifying night, that terrifying uh, metal clad dark night. Yeah. The one that's like wearing his armor inside. Yes. Arnie, get in the sack. Get in the sack. Yeah, stop. I don't. Ooh. Get in the sack. Arnie's hopping into the sack. Yeah. 
what are you hey do you gathered here at this table have you been here before do you know if is it what are the what are the snacks and such like here? Is this place good? Oh, oh he's not evil. He's just awkward. Hey, buddy. Uh, uh, welcome. It is our first time as well. Uh, please join us at this table and uh, let us sample this happy hour as uh, companions. You have remarked on my nature. You have said that I am not evil in such a fashion as to make one think that you were perhaps wondering as to the caliber of my soul. Well, you know, you see what's one clad in such uh, dark and terrifying spiky armor as yours, and you have to make some assumptions, I think. <laughs> you know. And there, I gotta say, in the uh, plate, I don't know all the terms for armor, like the faceplate, there's a little bit of like fog and smoke just sort of pouring out. Um, so that seems, is that evil? Are you referring to the fact that while my armor is quite corporeal, that what was once my body is now as insubstantial as the mist, and I can reach my gauntlet through my own face like this? Whoa! Whoa. Very impressive. Whoa! I bet it's just dry eyes. Uh, good sir, please, as I said before, uh, join us uh, for some vittles and, and refreshment. Uh, we shall get to know one another. Uh, we here are recording what is called a podding cast. Yeah, have some of these vittles. Taste the rainbow. My tongue is as dead as the rest of my body. You behold a death knight. No rainbow shall be tasted here, nor indeed any fruit or vittles of any kind. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Your tongue is dead, and yet you were able to roll your L like that? Come on. What? Chunt, of all the things he just said, that was the thing that you latched on <laughs> He said his tongue is dead, and then he was like, come on. So if your tongue is dead, you probably like want like a pickled egg or something like that. I will be happy to consume whatever fare this tavern holds, if only to make merry with the mortal souls that populate it. Can I sit down here? Hey, yes, please. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, sorry, uh, seance, seance, come <gasps> over here. By, by daddy, come by daddy. Sorry, it's my dead cat. I see that your cat marks the same station of undeath that I, Galaxus the Grim, now waft through this on life between realms. So your name was Halifax? What's that? What was your name? Close, Galaxus. But you choose a good try. The Grim. Calaxorus the Grim am I. Calaxorus. Well, Calaxorus, it is a pleasure to meet you. I am Usador the Blue, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Trachus. The elves know me as Fiang Alec, the dwarves know me as Zodin and Huxtangis, and I am known in the northeast as Gasmanius Maystar. And I, my friend, we do find ourselves upon the road even now towards the northeast, where Gasmanius I shall be once again. Well, Usador, I am Calaxorus the Grim, Hammer of the Eldathri, and Foe of the Dendrariel, Guardian of the Shroud of Nasur, High Commander of the Blades of Zath, and Sworn Champion of the Red Queen Mercia of Srix. Twas I that slew the Gladwins of Rivenmorn, and I'm just 
I really, I'm very into all of your names. It's nice to meet oh, somebody. Fuck name- me. He just out-usadored you. You wow, he just got yeah. schooled, my well, dude. I don't know about out-usadored. Uh, I don't know. Fuck off, Usador. We don't mean- you fuck off. <laughs> you got now, fucking owned by no, this right, dead-ass knight. Look, I, you slew the Gladwins? Yes. For 800 years were my remains in the tomb at the heart of the Valley of Souls. When... The eldest of the Gladwin-born came and disturbed my slumber, and I awoke, and I laid waste to them, as was clearly stated on the curse at the beginning of the tomb. Very clear. Oh, you're entering the tomb, and there's just a big warning that you should be able to read and see, right? Yes, of course, there's, you know, there's always a risk when you write a warning that if it's centuries or millennia until your tomb is discovered, that it might become a dead language. But, you know, we put it in the biggest sort of clearest font. Yes. Good. Chiseled. I remember it, Ian, now. Don't talk to me till I've had my coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yes. At the end of the day, you've got to have fun with it. And so we put the curse up there, and I just, it's... It's not it's not one of these curses where it's it's supposed to instigate something. We really didn't want people to interact with the tomb, but they did. And so I rose up. It's like literally a warning. It's 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 for them, right? The the warning is for them. It's not one of those tricky like maybe something bad, but maybe something good. It's one of these things where there's a certain type of adventurer that sees the warning and goes, this is an invitation. And here's the problem. Honestly, fault where fault is due. There are some people that do make dungeons and leave, like, important world-necessary artifacts at the bottom of the dungeon. And it's like, well, how much did you want people to leave this alone (laughs) if you knew there was a prophecy where they were going to need it in 500 years? This was, there's no artifact. There's no prophecy. It's just where my dead body is at. Please leave me alone. There's just a dead guy here who will kill you if you wake him up. A million percent. Yes, you've hit the nail so squarely on the head. <laughs> so, yes, you did kill the good ones. Uh, Ani isn't particularly good at math. A million percent is a lot. Hmm. It's, it's like the, maybe the most percentages you can have. Yes. So that's like almost all of it. Like almost all Almost, of it. yes. However much it is... It is a thousand times more that, because a hundred percent would be one entirety, and then a million percent, no, it's actually ten, is it ten thousand? No, just one thousand. Just one thousand, yes, we'll get it right first. But point being, the glad ones... No, ten thousand. Is it ten? hundred percent. How many, because a zero moves at once, so ten would be a thousand, a hundred would be ten thousand... A thousand would be a hundred thousand. Yes, it actually is ten thousand. It's ten thousand times. So, Chunt, what do you got going on? Uh, I got this new cat. <laughs> you want a pet seance? Give him a little kiss. I don't know. Are there, I gotta say, I, the cat is cool, but are there ever, like, potentially, like, dark consequences to that kind of magic, that kind of necromancy? Uh, I feel like maybe. I feel like maybe in our six years we've had some consequences with stuff like this but honestly I can't remember and I've been so sad that I'm just so happy to have a pet I gotta say I hate consequences oh you know what I kind of like consequences really yeah like if I put my hand in the fire and it catches on fire I'm like ow (laughs) that was fun you know put the other hand in even it out you're an effect guy I'm a cause guy (laughs) yeah that's our relationship always looking for a good cause Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm 
right? They're so she's still talking put, about numbers. You put the decimal here. I no, think no, that that means yeah. you can you can uh, you, you can then you can divide it, and you yes. get an even number every time. This, I remember this was one of those things back when I was being instructed in the blood matrix of Kazafran. There was a teacher who kind of it, there was a quick. It was one of those quick things where it was like you you carried over this. You, you picture like an X in space, and it's sort of it's the two lines twist to make an X. Like if you were kind of doing a cat's cradle, oh. but you did that with multiplication. Ah, yeah, fascinating. Wow, Arnie, look at that. The two of them are at that chalkboard up by the tavern, and they're they're just going to town with this equation. And, oh, look at that. The the tavern janitor is standing by the side. It looks like he wants to get... Oh, he's getting in on it. Yeah. I don't care for those apples at all, sir. I say good day to you. <laughs> to think that some peasant would interfere in the important work of those whose titles list longer than the vast stretches of Amundween. How it's that was embarrassing. That janitor picked up the chalk and he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. He drew a little flower. X equals flower. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, wait, no. It looks like the janitor's making the mistake of asking that uh, Death Knight what his name is. <laughs> you wish to know my name? Galaxus the Grim, Hammer of the Eldathrian Fool, the Dindwariel, Guardian of the Shroud of Nasur, High Commander of the Blades of Sathas, Sworn Champion of the Red Queen Mercia of Srix. Twas I that laid waste the Gladwins of Rivenmorn, and it is I who am still just, just here. Wow, at some points... He really sounds like my friend Scott. If not just like Scott, at least Scott-ish. <laughs> uh, the, the Red Queen Mercia, uh, uh, have you seen her lately? I, I haven't seen her in, I would say, oh, two decades or so. She was alive as recently as, as two decades ago? Oh, yes. I, well, I saw a vision of her in a forest, and I assumed she was still alive, but she may have been a spirit. I don't know. Oh, this must be tough. It, for for you, um, Faxi, my guy, it must be hard to be dead, because then you spend your whole life watching everyone around you live. This is kind of um, my badger friend. This is kind of um, the terrible conundrum I find myself in. I, uh, I woke up from my tomb, and knew that my tomb had been disturbed, and I slew the glad winds of Rivenmorn, mm-hmm. and I was kind of expecting on having slain the last one, and it was a big climactic battle on top of a tower wreathed in lightning, and it was really was a total coin flip. Could have gone either way. Uh-huh. Sounds like it had to be there. Yo. And I'm so sorry, I don't want to be rude. It's just like, when people talk about the battles they've been in, I'm like, unless I saw it, like, I don't care. Like Exactly. It's like dreams. If I'm not in it or there's no fucking, I don't really want to know. Right? 100%. Exactly. 100%. I, I understand. But but this, okay, so TLDR, it is a, a great battle on top of a tower. Slew the last of the Gladwins. TLDR, that lightning did rain? Yes, that's an acronym we've used for the lightning did rain. The thunderstorm was so charged and thick with wow. arcane potency that indeed the two commingled in an act of utmost eldritch power and um, I smote him there upon the tower and the forces of darkness laid low a champion of the light and I was expecting to kind of explode into red radiance or some kind of dust and return to my tomb and I um I didn't oh huh you really gotta work on the ending of that story 
hey, brother, you're telling me. You know, uh, you're telling me. I w- would have loved some kind of climactic kaboom. Uh, instead, your friend, vis-a-vis me, uh, just kind of stood there waiting, waiting to uh, apotheosis or something, and I had to just walk down the stairs and sort of was out in the rain. And I was like, I did it. I killed all of them. <laughs> and then I'm just sort of here, and I just sort of walked down the street. Wait a minute, vis-a-vis apotheosis. Isidore, is this just a character that you created so that you could have someone to talk to? No, no, no. This this isn't like that Auntie Donna episode. Okay. Uh, look, I am here to say I have done some calculations in mind brain, and I tell you, Calhaxorus the Grim, you did not complete your purpose. What? There must be some other greater purpose awaiting thee, and I, being a great wizard of this age, do hereby declare that you should join mine quest. Turn your undead army. Well, yeah, yeah, just one guy, you're not an army. Turn your undead forces toward defeating the Dark Lord at Usador's side. Yeah, and also consider changing undead to, like, fun dead. Because undead, I feel like undead has a stigma, you know? Right, but whose fault is that, you know? Why should I have to, why should I have to rebrand as fun dead just to make some normies comfortable? You know what I mean? You held up a mirror and it hurt. Yeah. You speak the truth. It hurts to look inward. And now that I'm the owner of a fun dead cat, like, I need to be better about that. Thank you. Thank you, Haxi, for educating me. I hear what everyone is saying here. I'm just saying that, like, sometimes when you put a positive spin on a thing and you call yourself not undead, but, hey, I'm relive. You know, that sounds like maybe a more positive experience that more people can easily uh, get themselves behind. But, and I think, and listen, you seem like very nice people, and and I'm not going to lie. I feel like I am the nicest person. (laughs) Something not usually heard exclaimed at the top of one's lungs. So here's the weird thing. I've heard him yell that while like shoving people into a river. <laughs> I want them to know that what they have done has angered the nicest person so much that they need to be pushed so wait, into like, water. Look what you've done to me. You have made me the nicest person do this. Exactly. Uh, semantics of undeath aside, Usador, you would proclaim yourself the nicest person alive and yet be willing to be seen side by side with a death knight on your quest? That's how nice I am. Imagine it. Myself. Astride me as chunt with his warhammer. Two sacks of potatoes. Sorry, sorry. I don't have have the warhammer. I have a limp piece of hay. He hasn't had it for years. Oh. A limp piece of hay. Right, right, right. He's a hay boy. Sorry, just to clarify. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Astride you is the badger? Yeah. So you've got a tiny little badger riding around. You fucking know it. (laughs) These two are constantly trying to get each other to ride them. I don't understand. Get on my back. Come on. I can can support it. Come on. Get on my back. No, you get on my back. Look. Get get on my back. Seance, get on top of my head. Calahaxorus, is it possible you didn't slay all the Goldwins? Like, for instance, on my world, character actor Tony Goldwyn, enemy of all ghosts. Here's the issue, and I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, it's a little frustrating, because it is like, like, you think it didn't occur to me that maybe I didn't kill all the Gladwins. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Gladwins. It's, it's kind of like you're coming into, it'd be like if I went into someone's, I don't know, 
um, a sandwich shop. And I was like, you know, you should consider using... It's like, buddy, are you, did you come in and solve my sandwich shop's problem? <laughs> Day one, like you saw, I've been doing this my whole life. My dad taught me how to do this. It's a family oh, shop, and I no, it's like a like a subterranean way. I'm not quite sure I understand your point because every time I go into a sandwich shop, I say, "Why do you not have celery salt?" And then he yells, "I'm the nicest person in the world. <laughs> I am the nicest of people." Fair, you make a fair point, but to to your point, sorry again, Arnie is your name. Yes, I'm maybe the most important person in the world. There's a lot of huge claims being made here. Huge claims being yeah, Chuck, made. Yeah, Chuck, you got one? Yeah, I got I got ten dicks. <laughs> Here's the thing. Where? Huh. Chunt, your claim is actually strikingly more humble than the claims of your two companions. Oh, you think that's humble? Did I forget to mention that each one's smaller than the next? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> you could you could just line them up the other direction. Huh. Yeah, when I line them up, they look like a little pan flute. <laughs> or you're such a pessimist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the dick's half huge. <laughs> half huge. Huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's got to be a word for that. <laughs> half huge. No, it's, I think that's a proper term. I, I can't believe that the backwards cat is the second most disturbing Visual, I've appreciated it in my ten minutes here at this bar table with you. Oh, did I forget to mention, you or my blue pal over here, he brought a seance into existence. And, and I also saw him, oh, this was maybe years ago, but there was all these eagles who had died, and they promised that they'd never live again, ever. And people were like, please live again. And the eagles were like, we will never live again until hell freezes over. And then, Usador somehow... Worked his magic and got the eagles back to life. They were they were live again. Yes, I talked to the head eagle, Glenn, and I insisted. I was like, you have to come back. Everyone wants to see you. Everyone? Yeah, everyone. Mm-hmm. You especially. Not me. The veils between life and death are permeable to those with a strong enough will to pass them. These eagles... Just logistic question. How did you do it? Did you actually freeze Hell over? Was that like step one? Yeah. Yeah, I just used an ice spell to freeze over a section of Hell, the section where I did know the eagles to be hiding. And I just sort of stuck my head down there. And I was like, hey, before this all melts and my head uh, explodes or burns off or whatever the hell happens down here, mm. you guys want to come back, Glenn? Glenn, what do, you, what do you think? And he was like, all right, I'll do it for the right yeah. money. And I said, fine. Mm. How much do you want? He said, seven gold pieces. I said, that doesn't seem like very much. And, and then he said, no, that's the price it must be. And I, I said, well, fine, I'll just give it to you. I've got seven gold pieces. I've got more than that on me. What? You sure you don't want like 40 gold pieces? I'll give you 40 gold pieces to go back on tour. I died 800 years ago. And even back then, it was 10 gold pieces just for an eagle ride. I'm trying to, I mean, that's, I mean, even for inflation, I'm trying to, seven gold, that's, a, that's bargain bin prices. Yeah, that's what I said. I, I, I was like, I'm sure you could charge more than that. Uh, you know, you have to think about inflation. You have to think about the current cost of living. And uh, you factor these things in. He didn't want to hear it. You know what I always used to say? Because people would always wonder about rates back when I was the commander of the Blades of Zath. They were, people would always have a question about your rate. Right. And they would say, oh, I'm just asking you to ride across a river to the Elflands and burn a village. It won't take more than 10 hours at most. And I would say, friend, friend. 
You're not paying for the 10 hours. You're paying for the 30 years when I was in the fighting pits of Zarnath. That's what you're paying for. You know, it's all the training. It's everything that Experience. went in. Experience. Yes. yes. Know your worth. Uh, John, this isn't going to mean anything to you, but I think I figured something Just 100%? Out. I Let's go back to the chalkboard. Quickly, to the chalkboard. Room here, quick. I have a reason. I have a reason. I think Usador and Kalahaxorus are kind of the Waldorf and Statler of this world. Like, they're, they're just, like, put them in a balcony and let them, like, uh, talk. Balcony? The guy you said is from Perfect Strangers? Mm-hmm. Arnie, <laughs> hey, buddy, I don't know what you're talking about. This sounds like a lot of Earth stuff, which I do want to know about. But why don't you let me know what you're getting at while we take a quick break? Okay. What do you think, Seance? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Do you ever feel like you're settling? For your foundation, that is. Maybelline's new Instant Age Rewind Eraser Foundation doesn't settle into fine lines and wrinkles. With SPF 20 and moisturizing pro-vitamin B5, this foundation not only provides medium coverage and a natural finish, but also protects and nourishes your skin. And the best part? The blurring sponge tip applicator makes application a breeze. Say goodbye to cakey, uneven foundation and hello to a flawless, radiant complexion. Try our new foundation today and see the difference for yourself at Amazon.com slash Instant Eraser Foundation. So, Kalahaxorus, do you, do you mind my asking? I, I don't think I've met a Death Knight before. Like, were, were you always a Death Knight or did you become a Death Knight? I was an infernal paladin mm. in the service of the Red Queen. So there was a 72-year a period where I was a living man, very much a knight sworn to the service of the forces of evil. Um, oh. And, you know, you, you, you live a life like that, and you just mm -hmm. kind of, you know, I would never have been the kind of person to say, oh, definitely going to be a death knight. You sure, all watch. Sure, 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 it's, sure. Just, it's one of those things. You, you put in the work, you cross your fingers, you say, I've sworn service and fealty to the Red Queen and her dark gods. Hopefully this pans out. It, you know, you, you, you hope. Um, and it, it worked out for me, and it doesn't work out for everybody. And I, I'm just very grateful for the opportunity to exist in perpetual unlife and further the cause of evil. And I don't know if this is, like, gauche to kind of ask about it, especially like we just met. But who are your dark gods? Like, who? what is your, like, worship situation? Uh, Flasthrier, Grasnor, Crax, 
um, Blath, uh, Strasnath. You don't hear about Blath too much anymore. Blath underrated as far as all things go. Okay. Obviously, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kneel at a shrine of Blath before a massacre or a slaughter. Yeah, right. But let's say Blath is great for those situations where it's like, hey, I uh, I need to do evil, but I'm just beat. Can can you create a sanctuary of darkness where I can just truly lay down and zonk out for like four hours? So say I'm thinking about getting into Blath, right? Like hypothetically, because I'm good. Yes. Uh, but if if I were someone that's like, hey, I want to, I'm familiarize myself with Blath's work. Like, where's a good place to start? Not necessarily the, the deep cuts, but like the starting place. Uh, the cultists of Blath have never really gotten... The problem is that Blath is the dark god of apathy, sloth, and indifference. So you can imagine that Blath's cults face a lot of logistical hurdles because his most devout worshippers kind of are flaky. This hypothetical is turning real for me because I think it might be all about Blath. (laughs) He has the shittiest temples. Oh, you could barely call them temples. And here's the thing. I am a worshiper of Blath, and what I'm doing now is actually a form of praise. This is not even blasphemy. Blath just work like that. Uh, it's kind of a wild thing. Blath is worshipped in any moment where you put off a task until a later time. Oh. Blath is worshipped when you, like, want a snack, but you can't even get up to get the snack. So you just sort of sit there hungry. Blath exists most in the moment where you are actually too tired to go to bed. That's sort of the kind of ennui and apathy. Yeah, so so Blath is like the god of I can't even. Yes, in a very real way. As you can imagine, during the dawn of time when primordial mythic combat was the rule of the day, Blad was a very minor spirit. In the modern age of food, Blad is huge. Blad is doing great, even without any temples, really. A truly tremendous uh, evil. In any case, but the worship of Blad, I'd be happy to talk about Blad all day. You've been blathering on. <laughs> It's actually, you know, the etymology of the word comes from that. It's a oh, really? Fun. Yes, yeah. absolutely, 100%. Huh, I guess I'm not as clever as I fucking thought. At least I got my ten dicks. I didn't mean to. No, How I many dicks do you have? None. I may have missed. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. I had a dick once. Oh, <laughs> once I had a dick. And I thought for so long that maybe, maybe someone would be interested in knowing more about it. <laughs> Oh, so you died a virgin. Well, that's loaded. <laughs> yeah, that's not be. That's sort of loaded. Listen, okay, there, were, right. there, were, listen there were oaths that were taken. I was the sworn champion of the oh, Red Queen. Yes. And she was like, hey, if you're going to be my most potent evil knight, then no running around and sleeping with people. And I, and I truly... So you said you saw the Red Queen 20 years ago in a vision. What was she talking about? Did she mention me, or was there anything kind of going Ooh, on? It sounds like you slept with the Red Queen. Did you put down a... I did not! I will skin your badger pelt and nail it to the wall, you miscreant. What the fuck? Did I get him wet? Did I feed him after midnight? What is going on? No, no, no. This is all right. This is all right. This is all right. Everyone calm down. Now, let me tell you about the vision I saw. I was walking through the fields of Aroth near the Valley of Shrike, and I took a turn into the forest of Bolingul. And in Bolingul, I saw there the Red Queen Mercia, and she said unto me, Usador, 
For so long you have attempted to defeat the Dark Lord and you have failed time after time. And I said, damn you, Red Queen. And she said, nay, listen to my warning now. I know that when you complete your task, you shall be free. And then she disappeared. I thought perhaps I had dreamed it, but usually my dreams involve uh, uh, birds. Yeah, there's usually not a field in your dreams. So uh, her spirit must exist. She she is somehow connected to the nether realm and, and is here trying to tell us stories. Yeah, and I, all I was saying was if you did sleep with the Red Queen, you should at least put down a towel. That's all I was saying. And if you travel to the forest of Bolingul, you, you may be able to find her there as well. It's only been about 20 years. And I've been to Bolingul for soup. Yeah, I love a soup Bolingul. Have you been to Bread Bowl and Ghoul? Oh, I love Bread Bowl and Ghoul. Let me be very clear. Only for my respect for the wizard Usador and his many names and this vision he imparted to me is your badger friend safe from my soul drinker sword. Oh, oh, okay. Give me my piece of hay. Give me my limp piece of hay. Oh, you want to do this? Yeah. No, 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 no. Do you want to do this? Yes, he escalated this. I Chunt. Can... Chunt. What? I just have to... He's missed. I can blow this motherfucker away, literally. Oh, give it a shot, motherfucker! You're an overgrown weasel, you bitch! <gasps> Arnie, what? put the sack on. Arnie, put the sack bitch. on, quick! On, on Chun? Chun, give me the sack! Hey! Hey, let me out of here! Pop, pop, pop! Pop, 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 pop! Papa, can you see me? <laughs> Papa? I want to apologize for losing my cool. That badger, uh, he really, you know... Something about it, he's got a preternatural sense for what your thing is that you're most insecure about. Oh, he loves pushing buttons. Look, honestly, it's only a matter of time before someone kills him with the soul sucker sword, to be honest. Usador, this hey. information you have given me, though it breaks my heart that she did not mention me to you. Maybe maybe she was too wrapped up in it, or maybe, you know, it's too she, she couldn't just go there emotionally, you know, like she's too she was feeling it too much to mention anything to you. And I must go to Bolingul Forest. Oh no, she mentioned you when I went back. What? She mentioned you when I went Bury back. Bury the lead much, guy? <laughs> Wait, you just told a long story about how she talked about you. I told you I saw her 20 years ago and I was telling that story. You see that? No, I went back 10 years later. 10 years ago? This is so recent! Yes, I went back 10 years later and I said, I still have not completed my quest. And I saw her again, uh, sort of drifting through the forest and I was chasing her down. And, and wherever I, I did catch up with her, I could hear her whisper, Calaxorus. <gasps> That's what my name is! Calaxorus. close. And at the time, since I hadn't met you, I, I hadn't put it together that she was talking about you, but clearly she was looking for you. I can't believe it. Long did I wonder if in the boiling necromantic heart of the witch queen Mercia, her majesty resplendent in red, there was not some corner of her soul that could see how desperate I was for her to even just say, what's going on with you today? How are you feeling? I killed so many people because I thought it would make her happy. And that she spoke my name. Yes. It was all she spoke. Well, that time. Motherfucker, if you have been there and seen huh? her more recently than ten years... Letha, how about this? How about this? What's the most recent occasion on which you have seen the Red Queen Mercia? 
Hey, motherfucker, nobody calls my friend a motherfucker. I'm inside the mist, and it's it's kind of a cool island. There's all these puzzles. Don't touch any of my puzzles. Those are for later. Oh, they're so cool. I could stay in this for, I don't know, 18 to 22 hours. I mean, they were cool, but it, you know. What do you mean? They're cool. They're so cool. I don't know how that mist is aging. <laughs> I think it's so cool. Arnie, what do you think? Uh, you want to come inside the mist? No. Why is everyone trying to get me inside of people's bodies? Uh, let's see. Uh, last time I saw the Red Queen, uh, it was probably like a fortnight ago. Two weeks ago! Right. Uh, Should I tell you what happened that time? Yes, please, please, please. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, I, I went back in and I, you know, a, a, once a year, usually I go back and I try to find her and I see if I can uh, suss out any more information. And this time she spoke the name again, Calaxorus, Calaxorus the Grim. And I, I thought to myself, this is strange. I don't know who that is. She seems to be obsessed with him. So I just asked this time. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? You keep old purse or lady or whoever you're talking about. Uh, you know, and, and, and she did turn to me. And she said, the only one. Who can free me from my internal prison? Oh shit! I should have, I should have thought of that. This is huge. This is absolutely huge for me. This is absolutely huge for me. This is why. This is why I slew the last of the Gladwins and did not myself vanish. Mm. Because my purpose is not to exact revenge. It is to. Lay a tender smooch across the cheek of my beloved. Speaking of vanish, now that you're distracted. Oh God! Charlie, <laughs> use it. Use the right. I sucked up all the mist that's inside me. This guy's inside me. I am inside the badger, and would you believe it? Also, puzzles in here. Chad, <laughs> stop bogarting that death knight. You want some? Here, open your mouth. <gasps> okay. Now, Galaxus, do you want me to tell you about the letters that the Red Queen and I write back and forth to each other all the time? You motherfucker! You absolute motherfucker! Yes, yes, we have a regular correspondence, uh, you know. Right, but, but like. Red Queen aside, strong move to write a letter to someone you saw two weeks ago. Damn. Right? Strong move. Especially considering how long it takes for someone to get a letter. Yeah, well, you know, I like to keep up with all my friends uh, via birds and letters. And, uh, you know, uh, the Red Queen and I have formed quite a kinship over the years that I uh, have seen her. I think she regrets a lot of the evil that she's done, but I also think she really digs some of it. But she's a spirit, so I think I can still turn her around. I think your true purpose may be to go to this forest of Bolingul, give a sweet kiss to the spirit of the Red Queen, and then both of you join me on Usador's quest to defeat the Dark Lord. That sounds pretty good, right? What a redemption arc! Usador, if you have, after all these long centuries, given me my chance at love... Then my sword shall be yours evermore. Oh. Oh, but wait, how, how am I going to kiss somebody? I'm, I don't I don't got lips. Oh, she's a spirit, too. So you're both sort of non-corporeal completely. So I think that'll work out. Yeah, so that either, like, will work or it will e even more not work. 
one of those two. Hold on. This is the most important math problem of all. How kiss if no got lips? But here, come over to the chalkboard. All right, let's go to the chalkboard. How kiss if no got lips? Okay, so we'll say that lips equals X, okay? Um, we'll say that uh, kiss is uh, Z here. Mm-hmm. Equals... Where Z is a function of X, yes, absolutely. Get out of here, Janet. Okay, <laughs> and then we'll carry this. Uh, carry the fun. Okay, and then we got this. Okay, and ha-ha! That's it. I solved it. This chalkboard is covered in gibberish. What? <laughs> Only part of that gibberish is the janitor's fault. The rest is completely on you. Fine. Okay, fine. I just wanted to get in on the math-solving fun, but I don't have the brains for it, okay? I'm sorry. What? The, how about candy lips? Put some, put some fucking candy lips on your helmet, big guy. That's actually not a terrible idea. I, I, some sort of prosthesis or something of that nature could perhaps serve instead. I, I, uh, but you know, maybe, actually... Maybe this is a bad idea, because, you know, if, if you go and, and, you know, if I put candy lips and then she's, she's been waiting for a real kiss for, for centuries and then she sees I've got candy lips and she's like, oh, this guy's, a, I forgot, he's a total herb. And then she's like, get out of here, you herb. And then, and then it's all this time for nothing. What if she doesn't like me? Guys, what if she doesn't like me? Now, she's gonna like you. Yes, I, she already likes you. Uh, she speaks of you often. Uh, and I, I, I think, I believe that... You shouldn't worry about the kiss. Simply go to her. Yeah. Speak with her. Candy lips are, you know, it's sweet. And it shows you have a sense of humor. Yeah. So go to her, speak to her, hear what she has to say. Have the candy lips with you, like in a pouch or something, in case you need them later. All right, that does make sense. Sort of, you know, you know, hope for the best, prepare for the worst kind of mentality. There you go. But to be fair, this could go badly. God, why would you say that? Why would you do that? Why did you just do that? Look, here's the thing. I want to be, I agree. I want to be positive too. All right. Like I want to like not stop Calahaxorus from uh, like going for the thing that he wants. But also just because she's been saying his name, it's been hundreds of years. He's been around. Like why didn't she reach out? Uh, Maybe she didn't know how to. Maybe she thought he was lost to the eternal uh, slumber of the netherworld. Okay, here's what you do. Um, Here's what you do. You take your mist and you put it inside of a gorilla. Cool? So you you put the mist inside of a gorilla. You have that gorilla go up to the queen and just, like, start a conversation. Be like, hey, how's it going? Like, have you heard of Calahaxtrius? Like, do you remember him? Or, like, what's the deal? So you kind of, like, you, you are your own wingman, right? You kind of scout ahead. And then based on what happens, you can be like, hey, it's me. I'm the I'm the mist and the gorilla, right? See, I love this plan, and but the dismount worries me. Because where do we sort of... That's the thing is, okay, now she's friends with this gorilla, yeah. and I leave the gorilla. Like, let's, let's say that everything works out. Let's say it's yes. the best case scenario. Yes. I get a green light, and then I leave this gorilla, and now she's like, okay, oh, Haxorus, I am in love with you. I can't wait until you meet my gorilla friend. Well, shit, this gorilla is just gotten out of being possessed, and now it's back to a normal gorilla, and she starts to put two and two. It's just, there's a, it's a good plan, but there's just a lot of volatility. There's a lot of X factors. There's, you know, wrenches can get thrown into the spokes here a little bit. Arnie, quick sidebar. I think we just found out from Book Club what a green light means. It means you can kiss a gorilla. Oh. Remember from that book we read, there's that green light at the end? Mm-hmm. Now we, now we know. Oh, yeah, the Great Gatsby. Mm-hmm. What is a snub-nosed motorboat? I need to know. Calahaxrius, you're right about the dismount. That is, um, that is troubling. But I feel like with your charm and your 
loquaciousness and your vocabulary that uh, there's no there's no worry. Of course she's in love with you. I'm, I mean, hell, I, I hate you and I even love you a little bit. I hate you too, my friend. I hate you too. Calahaxorus. <laughs> what? What's going to make Calahaxorus happy? Like, is it... Are you just looking for the oblivion of having accomplished your purpose and not having to exist in any way anymore? Or is it something else? <sighs> Sounds nice. Are you just chasing this uh, red queen that you were really into when you were a dark paladin? But wh- that was a long time ago. Are you still that person? Well, well, goodness. You know, there's a part of me that wonders... I mean... Uh, Undeath is an act of holding on. At any moment, the only thing anchoring me to my ancestral armor is the pure force of hatred I have for all living things. And also my desire to see if things work out between the Red Queen and me. And I won't lie, I, I remember being on our terrible crusades for the gods of evil and... There was a moment, sort of in my later years of being a paladin, where I was beheading a champion of the light astride my fearsome dragon steed. And Ooh, was it I, like a was it like a two week crusade or like a one week crusade? Was it like all inclusive or how was the food? Uh, it's one of those things where it's a two flex three because obviously for the people that are on the crusade, mm-hmm, yeah. they're kind of opting in for whatever. But if nice. your if your staff. Yeah. It's sort of like your contract can get extended, and you just kind of got to roll with that. So if you're going to go on with these, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was on a crusade once, and I didn't realize it was like a crusade where people brought their kids, and I was like, fuck me, this sucks. Oh, why do that? You're ruining the crusade. You're not going to have a good time on that crusade. No, no one awful. else is. It was and awful. now no one else is. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like, just wait. And it's like, you can just wait until, the, what, it's a couple more years, and they're teenagers, yeah. and then it's like, and then take them on a crusade, yeah. And then take them on a crusade. Also, it's really traumatizing for the kids. Of course, it's absolute bloodshed. It's horrifying uh, religious and demonic violence. Uh, I wouldn't bring a child on that, and I'm evil, you know? Uh, so, let you know, figure that out. But, but yeah. good food. Oh, the buffet is great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, the buffet is excellent. And again, it's, you know, there's a whole culture. You meet a lot of interesting people, you know, obviously. That's a fun sort of part of it. But, um, you know, towards the end, a lot of the infernal glee I would feel with the shedding of innocent blood it just kind of stopped hitting mm. in the same way you know it, it, it kind of felt uh, what's the word rote yeah. oh. it felt rote sort of like a glimmer of light was growing within you to make you want to do good and join the forces of righteousness no fuck that it was uh, more like <laughs> no not at all that it was it was sort of more just like what is the point of like we keep we keep. You I think know, I got it. It's, yeah, yeah, it's like jerking off without a boner. Hmm. <laughs> like that. I was not allowed to jerk off, so but I do, from cultural reference, understand what you mean, and I think that's a great analogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, like you got to ask yourself: Are you doing evil to live, or are you living to do evil? Wow. You should cross stitch that. Get in the sack. Oh, well, both of us. Calahaxrus. I think that you must fulfill your purpose, whatever you believe that to be, for it is then and only then that you will feel true satisfaction again. Look deep. Ask the hard questions. What do you 
want. I summon you, dark spirits of the netherworld. Surround me with your ancient wisdom. Come to me in my time of need. Of the crossroads has come together in this moment where your champion and faithful servant needeth your wisdom and guidance. Here, some potato skins. Eat these while you're there. sounds like all this rushing of wind. Is Seance okay? Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Dark spirits. Do I lay to rest my wickedness and loathing and pass into oblivion as was my oath? Or do I risk it all for the one who got away? Is he playing a game show out there? <laughs> yes, hang on, hang on! Spirit number one, what say you? I say unto you, you must continue to destroy. Destroy everything in your path. That's one for destroy, spirit number two! I said, rest your life. That means spirit number three, you're gonna be our tiebreaker! Spirit number three, come forward! I say, um, just be yourself, probably. Right? Be gone, dark spirits! Gay leave lichting color! Yes, I fill the room with righteous light, and now you are banished back to your dark spaces. Yeah, also, everyone needs a lozenge. Lozenges for all! Lozenge! 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 A little lozenge spirit just escaped! <laughs> Here, come out of the sack. I cast off the evil spirits with a spell of light, and I freed a lozenge spirit. Sean, put those six sticks away. Oh, What happened to the four? <laughs> I'll never tell. Did you learn anything, Calhaxers? The spirits. They have left me humbled. I put forward a question to the spirits, and what they have proposed was neither of the paths that I saw stretching before me. Mm. Wow, that's right, Carfox. Two paths in a road diverged. And I walked down the median in between the paths just into the woods? Exactly. Exactly, my good friend, exactly. <sighs> well, shit, what, I don't even... Yeah, I guess I have been hung up on this kind of romance I built in my head. And the entire life of carnage and bloodshed that I built around that kind of became my identity while I was waiting for a ship that was maybe never going to come in. But fuck me, I don't know who Calhaxorus is if he's not Calhaxorus the Grim. Uh, maybe you're Calhaxorus the Woodworker or uh, Calhaxorus the Baker. Or Calhaxorus, the, uh... The poet. The poet? Very good one. I, I was going to say a real estate agent. Uh, that's still evil. Or mathematics professor. Calhaxorus, it's not always about the destination. You've got to enjoy the journey. Take it from me. I'm a cause guy. I'm just not interested in the effect. I'm never working on anything that's ever going to go anywhere. Just enjoy where you are in this moment. Gah, what a blathead. Arnie. Yeah? You bear the aura of one 
who walks between worlds. One who has seen a journey from betwixt realms. Yeah, didn't you say you saw a journey at the Ohio State Fair in 1994? Yeah, Don't Stop Believing Tour, 1994. It rhymed. Wait a minute. What is this, a Don't Stop Believing Tour? Is this some kind of crusade? Arnie, that's a great slogan for Carfax to take away. Don't stop believing. Carfax, listen to me. Yes. Don't stop believing. Hang on to this feeling. Street lights, people. It starts to not make as much sense if I keep going through the lyrics. But it made sense before that? Is this, a, is this a ballad or an ancient poem? Do you have some ability for me to, to listen to these words? Ooh, are we going to get in on the sea shanty market? Please? Arnie, please? Um, the only thing is I don't want to run afoul of copyright laws on my world. That's the only... Oh, sure, yeah, no, that checks out. We had a huge problem with that back in the necropolis. Yeah. Well, these words of wisdom, don't stop believing. Hold on to that feeling, yeah. (laughs) Well, I don't know about that last part. What? But that's right. If you feel like you've lost your voice, like you don't have your voice anymore, and you can't find it, and nobody could possibly replace your voice, there's still hope. Don't stop believing. You might find a new voice. And yes, that voice might come from South America. Who knows? And it might sound exactly like your previous voice, and then holy shit, how do we do that? Right? I don't know what I'm saying here, but all I'm saying is, (laughs) you do you. You're great. Wow. Incredible. You know... I think this is more than mere chance, but that destiny brought us here together. I thank you, Arnie, for your wise words. To become once more myself. Before I was the Death Knight, before I was the commander of the Blades of Zath, I was just a city boy. Born and raised in the port city of Sandetroy. <laughs> and I ended up on a uh, wagon train around midnight, and I didn't care where I was going. I just needed to get away. All for the was... glory of love. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and I met the Red Queen, who herself was born just a small town girl living in this lonely world. I'm going to go burn this town to the ground. Oh, oh. Uh, hold on. Oh, no, I, that's, that's, that, I'm not sure where we jumped to that. And maybe it was a mistake not to steer him towards oblivion now that I think about it. Yeah, thanks a lot. Now, uh, Calaxorus. Yes? Please, I beg of thee, as a favor to me, your favorite math buddy, don't burn the town to the ground. Don't burn it. Wait, that's right. Oh my god. I'm falling right back into the habits. I'm like doing yeah. it so well. That's vicious. That just happened right in front of us. Right. That's wild. Ooh. Oh, it's like Calahaxrius 2 back in the habit. You, you know, no sequel of what you've done before. No, I'm going to be different. I'm going to be different. Would anyone here like a hug? I would love a hug. Here you go, buddy. I'm definitely impaled, but I'm, I'll be fine. I'm a very, very powerful wizard. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. No, no, it's all right. It's all right. It's hard. It's, you know, it's like you try. It's like you could make the intention to, to like, you know, clean the slate and write a new chapter, so to speak. But those, you know, you got to have to work to sort of de, 
deconstruct all those, you know, habits and it's messed up. Well, have you thought about talking to someone? Uh, other than the three of you? Maybe like a professional, you know, uh, maybe uh, pray to the three goddesses, the, the three main deities, uh, you know, of Fu, Fu, U, or Un. Oh, come on. The three goddesses of Fu. I can't. That's. Oh, yeah. They're the best. Oh, they're the the three goddesses of Fu. Okay. I mean, I guess they're no Blath, but whatever. Well, here's what I'm saying is when I give a blood sacrifice to Blath, I actually get powers. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So. All right. All right. That's all I'm saying. Also, you could talk to a therapist. Oh, yeah. Having good mental health is fucking badass. A therapist, you say? Yes. That's probably better than talking to three dildos who give you <laughs> conflicting advice. That, now that I think about it. No, he lost four of them. Oh. I shall find a therapist, and I shall force this therapist to fix me, lest oh, I slay them. No, just, no, no, no. Just, just pay up. Just pay up. Yeah, just pay their fee. I don't have any money. Remember when you were upset about people not taking you seriously for your rates? Now you're doing it to someone else. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's, that's, that's strike two in, yeah. the, in the last three minutes. Ooh, this, ooh, this is going to be a process. I can tell this is going to be a whole deal. Also, you tell us you have no money after we spent an hour ordering all these drinks and apps. Oh, did you guys want me to chip in for those? He's edging towards the door. Do you guys want me to... Sorry. Hey, Maybe hey. next time. Oh. Remember, I'm evil. Suckers oh. got sucked. Later, posers. Oh, no. yeah. Did he say suckers got sucked? Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. Now I like him sucked. again. Now I like him again, and I want that as a t-shirt. That's a real blath move. Real blath ass. <laughs> To purchase your very own first edition Suckers Got Sucked hoodie, bathrobe, or union suit, go to www. The thing is, this is probably going to happen. Someone is going to make this, and then it's going to be a real thing, and people are going to buy it. It's not even funny. There's no point in finishing the bit. Use it or the wizard was played by Matt Young. Chunt the Talking Badger was played by Adol Rafai. Calaxorus the Grim was played by special guest Brennan Lee Mulligan. Discussion point for later. Was Brennan trying to out Matt Young? Matt Young? Did he succeed? New episodes of the show Brennan DMs Dimension 20 drop every Wednesday on dropout.tv. And you can also check out free seasons of the show on youtube.com slash dimension 20 show. If that's too much Brennan too fast, just follow him on Twitter at Brennan LM and on Instagram at Brennan Lee Mulligan. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Matt Young, and Adol Rafai. Post-production coordination by Garrett Schultz. Earwolf producer Kimmy Lucas. This episode edited by Chris Rathjen. Special assistance provided by Ryan DeGiorgi. Hello from the Magic Tavern logo by Allard LeBan. Magic Tavern theme by Andy Poland. Dot com. You always finish the bit. Once upon a beat. Remember.
Remember those stories and fables that would capture your imagination and you couldn't wait to see how they would unfold? And now, when you read them as an adult, you think some of these old tales could use a fresh spin. We have a perfect podcast to bring you the stories you remember, remix, and reimagine for the kids in your life today. Join me, DJ Fuel, and my trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as we spin up new tales in the new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Wondry and Tinkercast are bringing you a jam-packed, music-filled weekly party where hip-hop and fables meet. It's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or Wondry Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. Once Upon a Beat.